Well, this is going to be a short one because uh, let me tell you, this wasn't one of the episodes where the budget went. This, um, yeah. Episode 70 of the Laser Comb Podcast, the show where two cool dudes born somewhere between the 1950s and 2000 uh, comb through uh, classic television with an extremely fine tooth laser. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, uh, Sir Neo of Callingham. And I am your other host. They call me Darcy OCG. <laughs> Darcy OCG. Now we have to commit to the bit. <laughs> and uh, uh, and uh, use our Irish accent for our terrible Irish accent for the rest of the episode. I our, our Irish be our Irish accents be as lucky as the the accents in this fine TV show we're talking about. Yeah, uh, perhaps may, even a, a wee bit worse, um, folks. Episode 70 of the Laser Comb Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I am part Irish, so I <laughs> that is my defense. I am not trying to be offensive to anyone but myself. We're white presenting Canadians, which means there's a 99% chance right. that uh, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're at least West Coast. Uh, East Coast, those are the, those are the Frenchmen. Uh, <laughs> Ireland, Wales, and Norway is where I hail from. Okay, okay. Indigenous and Irish and Russian, uh, Russian escapees from the Tsar Revolution in way I back. Had, I had a Russian tourist at work recently uh, come up to me. Couldn't speak a word of English. He was trying to talk to me, and like I'm like I I don't understand Russian at all. Like at least if he was German, I can like I know German enough that I can kind of get the gist of what someone's talking about. But Russian, no fucking clue. So this guy was trying to ask me. Uh, he was looking for something. Don't know what it was, but he whatever he was looking for, he put through to Google. Put through to Google Translate and showed me his phone. It made absolutely no sense. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it translated to, uh, I, I am wanting two liter wheel. I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck that even means. <laughs> two liter water. It is follow me. <laughs> well, I said, I, I, t I was like, okay, all I can think of maybe is, and of course he didn't understand me at all is like maybe like pop or water. So I took him to that aisle and he had no idea Like he was he just kept shaking his head he wants and, two and, liters of wagon wheels and pointing at uh what google translate said on his phone and it's like i'm sorry man that makes absolutely no sense to me sorry google translate's not perfect man we're <laughs> so what you're saying is we're a few years away from starfleet's uh auto translators universal translator oh yeah, yeah you know maybe one or two what just it's on the horizon we're, we're right there at work um I've started recently uh, 
uh, I was inspired by a, a coworker on this front because he likes to refer to tourists as tourists instead of like terrorists. Tourists. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I, I've been leaning into that and I've been making uh, like statements like we don't negotiate with tourists and like we can't let the tourists win. Like just very like like yay america 2000s like post 9 11 amazing statements. <laughs> we don't negotiate with tourists <laughs> right because you're being bombarded with we tourists get, we get so many fucking tourists at the store i couldn't can't even believe it and it's like i dealt with tourism at my old job in victoria but these are a different type of tourists these are all like rich assholes from like cruise ships and yachts their time is money and they're used to people well here's the thing they've been on a cruise ship for like a few weeks right and you're used to every single person being their like like servant right like you there garcon (laughs) where can i get this oh i'll bring it uh uh right right away for you sir uh uh, yes uh uh, and then they like slurk off into like their little worker tunnels like that's what they're used to for the last few weeks so it makes sense they like leave top Ah, yes, sir. What can I do for you? I, I, my name is Gordon and I will be your server today. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually something I hadn't considered, but that's a really fucking good point. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly why uh, I worked at a extremely, such a posh hotel that like I could even, couldn't even ever afford to stay there, which is maybe pay the people that work there more but yeah if you want like you know five star five diamond like service then maybe pay your employees a little bit more but anyways um and yeah they're so used to and at the hotel you pretty much had to so used to like trying your best uh and charging them for it (laughs) right but trying your best to get them like whatever they want um right so it'd be like hey i need um this 80 pages printed twice double-sided on paper and then like stapled in the corner and so it's like yeah we'll do that for you but we're going to charge you like 25 cents per sheet of paper Ooh. <laughs> and we're going to apply a fit like a 25 dollar service charge that the people that had to do that split nice you know what i mean just like it goes <laughs> yeah. into their their tip jar so it's like, yeah, you can get what you want, but like those people take that mentality and they go to say a grocery store, dude, they're not tipping you 25 bucks. No, no, like, I quite, I, I don't know if I mentioned this on air or not, but like they're in rec- the wrong place recently. I quite literally like, uh, I was about to go on my break. I was buying like a drink and like a banana. I was at the self checkout and, uh, this woman comes up to me and is like, you there, uh, tell me where uh, blah blah is. And I just- The German at... lady? No, no, this is a different one, but it was the same day though. But, uh, oh, shit. So I look at her and then I look at my bank card and then I look at her again. And she was like, well, where is it? I'm like, uh, maybe it's in the bakery. You could try checking there. It was like some kind of like, it sounded like a baked good that she was looking for. And she was like, no, no, I, I don't mean to be of any offense, but no, I know it's not in, in the bakery. And I'm like, and then I'm like, okay. She was like, so, uh, well, well, where is it then? And I'm like, I look at my bank card 
I look at my <laughs> food items. I look at her again. And I'm like literally just like holding my bank card in the air near the debit machine. Like just freeze frame. It's like, it's really fucking obvious that I'm like going on break. Right. And, uh, and I was like, I don't know, maybe try the deli. She was like, well, it needs to be refrigerated. And I'm like, okay, well maybe try the deli. And she's like, well, show me where that is. And I'm like, it's right there. You walked past it when you came in the store. She was like, well, take me there. And I'm like, no. <laughs> you there, bellboy, take me there. Take me there at once. She she didn't, she kind of just scoffed and like walked away. And I'm just like, no, and normally I'm not like the kind of person who is like, uh, I'm on my break. I don't have to help. I'm not normally like that. It's just like the fact that I was like quite literally like paying for a banana and a beverage. No, like that just her entitled attitude is what rubbed me the wrong way about it, which is why I was just like, fuck you, lady. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm I I'm absolutely sure that the people that act like that are um it's because they're in like like cruise ship mode. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're like being Yeah, like they're being they're doted being doted on, on and yeah. I yeah, I, I hadn't actually thought of that, but that's a really, really good point. And so they they, they walk into the the grocery store and they're like you there young man please show me the deli i i can it's, it's right there i can, like you can even kind of see it you walked past it take yeah. me there at once or it shall be the lashing for you <laughs> <laughs> i need a guided tour show me Come, around take take show me take my sights. arm and show me the sights <laughs> show me where the workers stay i wish to know the plight of the commoner uh, <laughs> I, I wish I wish to understand the uh, the the living conditions of the common man, <laughs> because I myself am not a common man, nor would I ever want to be. But it makes me feel better about my own stature in life to see all the the peasants and their living. And then conditions. I can brag to my <laughs> my other friends living in the uplands about um. Be, being humble enough and down to earth to see how they live. You know, in like as far as, as late as like, as late as like, I think like the, the Victorian age, um, it was common. Uh, in, I can't exactly like maybe 1800s, maybe 1700s. It was common for like rich people to um, commission a live in hermit in your like garden grounds. Yeah. An old man and his job was to look like he was in deep comp contemplation to be writing great works or like scholarly pursuits <laughs> or to be like tending like druidic, like plant, like concoctions, like doing alchemy and like tent. So, so basically some you're hiring someone to look like Gandalf. You're yeah. And they would have a monthly like salary. That is so friggin' stupid. Yeah. So they would, you would hire and, you, and when your rich friends came over and you gave them tours of the grounds, you could show off your like one or heaven forbid two like druids, like the, these old, like, um, brilliant, like philosophizers, like living, um, letting you patron their, their great works. They didn't even have to be writing or doing anything. They could just be doing like 
squiggles like in like a little like leather bound like note to look. Oh, that that like over a farm, there. like an animal. That that over there is Sebastian. See as he writes his next great work on on my humble grounds. Meanwhile, he's just drawing dicks. He he is ah oh, yes that this great beast um said it's a giraffe. That's right, and and um oh don't worry um I know the life expectancy of it living up here is but a mere two months. <laughs> I. I have a living druid who's kept it alive for three. Nay, it's been coming up four months now. There he is, Sebastian. And and their contract could be, their contract could be canceled. So you're not on the payroll anymore. If they did things like uh, dress too modern, um, clip their fingers, bathe themselves, or like be seen doing things that a normal person would be doing, like going to the pub. Wow. Today so I basically learned. just like so basically and this went like as far like this was like I think even into like the 1800s this was this was a thing before it like died out. So this um this uh, uh medieval Shakespeare in the park bits that we've been doing has been uh, leading up to something. <laughs> come come full circle. <laughs> this and week if you're wondering why I thought about Gandalf looking druids. <laughs> so this week on the Lasercomb podcast, we are back on uh, Patreon picks, and we're starting with longtime listener and uh, patron uh, Jared slash uh, Ranger64. Big shout out to you. We love you. Um, his uh, pick was a show that I actually used to watch back when back in 1998 when it was airing, and it's a show called the Mystic Knights of Tir Nanog. Rolls off the tongue that Mystic Knights of Tirnanog. Well, I have to say thanks, Jared, because um, th- this is like a show that I pretended existed, like a fever dream that actually is like real. <laughs> that you just willed into existence somehow. That I willed into existence somehow. Like imagine Power Rangers, but it was like medieval fantasy. Yeah, that's what this show is. That, like actually, it. and it's made by a fucking fairy, and there's like a wizard in the show. Yeah, uh, one of the first things that I noticed, though, and this led to a hilarious exchange over Discord between me and Cal, was I was like, "Wow, Deirdre, the uh, uh, the 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 chick uh, Mystic Knight is kind of doing it for me." And Cal is like, "I knew within like one millisecond of watching the show." I knew within the millisecond of seeing her on screen, I was like, Christopher's going to say that that chick's doing it for him. And, and indeed, she does. Um, <laughs> and that's really all I have to say about Mystic Knights of Tiernanog. That was that's episode all. 70 of Laser Comb Podcast. 
Um, okay, so the beats. Uh, I gotta preface this, and I say this as someone who did watch the show back in the day, and in hindsight, it was strict. I the reason big reason why I watched the show is because I was really into the actress who played Deirdre, which in hindsight is is it's probably only a like a revelation you made in hindsight is what I'm saying. You're like, that must have been why I watched the show. Yeah, because I remember I I was 13 in 1998. uh, So when I wasn't watching like foreign language films filled with nudity and red shoe diaries on showcase, I was watching this. (laughs) For similar reasons. <laughs> um, but I, I, so what I will say, I, I had to preface with that, though. Um, I'm going to, like, get this out of the way right off the bat. This show is fucking boring. Like, holy God. So imagine the ha- you half the script budget for Power Rangers, yeah, half the prop budget and CG budget, and... Um, um, effects, that's the word I'm looking for, budget of Power Rangers, maybe quarter, maybe a percentile of <laughs> uh, the, uh, the budget. The budget was definitely lower because, like, they didn't Let's even, like, real. they morph just like Power Rangers do. And, like, big bad Beetleborgs and Also, the, the sets, the sets, like, in a dude's backyard with trees. Right. But they uh, they don't actually morph into their like Mystic Knights armor until literally the last three minutes of the episode. So there's okay, a budgetary so maneuver right there. They morph into their outfits, and their outfits are very. You can tell they're movement limiting. Yeah, because as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube with their armor, it they're knights, right? Makes yeah. sense. They're not going to be doing stunts. Also. Um, you don't have Japanese stuntmen. Right. Uh, <laughs> like, I think it's, it's well, I it's don't actually think, the, I know, it's actually the actors in In the show, costume. which is not uh, typical of Saban shows at the time. So a lot of it is, oh, quickly, we need to use our holy relics, which are like their weapons, I guess. And they, they get their magic armor, and then they just kind of like hold it out in front of them and shoot lasers out of them. Yeah. So the choreography and literally like the the choreography is them going quick transform and there's a lackluster uh transformation sequence which is is fun. It um it does not have like the hard hitting metallic. It's going for a very you know medieval fantasy like vibe and it does that well. Yeah. But I mean it, it, as it does, as yeah. Siege had mentioned, yeah, as Siege had mentioned um there's just something about those like fucking power cords and in Power oh, Rangers that I, yeah over Discord I one of the things that I had mentioned because me and Cal were talking about how boring this show is I'm like and I uh, said to be fair Power Rangers isn't terribly deep and I'm like no that's true but the <laughs> thing is is Power Rangers knows how to get you hyped about whatever's going on and I a do. lot of that is Ron Wasserman's music like. I guarantee, I guarantee, like, when you think of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, one of the first things that comes to mind is that, that riff. Yeah, of course. It's like such a, like, defining characteristic. Universal. Such a defining characteristic of that show. Um, So when you have a show with uh, a a much less memorable story and (laughs) somewhat forgettable music, like, you're 
going to get a show that's just not that exciting or interesting. And indeed, a lot of Power Rangers is like a three-minute sequence of summoning robots using the same like robots same coming footage. out the same footage over and then like 15 seconds of like the robots like hitting each other and sparks coming off before they like beat them like at the yeah. new footage wise there's probably only like 11 minutes in a power rangers episode the rest right. is the intro and like the transformation sequences which is fine um in this it, it doesn't have it can't hide behind that because the transformation sequence is quick and the battle at the end was quick and it was it was so bad i laughed out loud uh. okay so here's the gist of it folks um and again i'll i'll talk about the good things i liked about it but the gist is um the village that the heroes like presumably all live in and like help defend um it's having a festival yeah. and a wizard comes out of nowhere after we get some quips from all the the characters um it sets up the episode and it explains who everyone is and kind of like why in each in the episode fairly well it's just like oh okay interesting this person's like related to the king so that's why they they have favor and oh like the uh i don't know where he's from i liked his accent but like the bad the the black guy the blue ranger uh, he's british he's because he has so, that British accent, and maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but because he has the British accent, he isn't from there. And I really like how he's like, such strange customs that all of you have here. Uh, tell me about this festival. And I'm like, oh, I like this guy's voice. Right? I, I like his armor, too. Like His armor is the best. It his just armor is. is absolutely the best and coolest looking. The rest Shredder's of them pretty cool. The rest of them, like if you're watching <laughs> the shredder the video, looking one's pretty cool. If you're watching uh, the video version, you can see my my background is the four of them, and uh, yeah, his is absolutely the coolest out of all of them. The rest of them are kind of. Well, it's got the horns, right? Yeah, and it frames his face better. Yeah, the others have that like Mortal Kombat like face guard, right? But he's got like the mouth, the mouthpiece, and the the horns um but anyways uh man this show would have been way better if like just all of a sudden it would have been like uh din, 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 when the fight like goes to happen mortal if they Kombat. had combined this with mortal Com like power rangers meets mortal Kombat, set in medieval fantasy there'd be 10 seasons of this fucking show guaranteed yeah. and you know what was really hype in 1998 mortal Kombat. Like like when did the Mortal Kombat movie come out? Uh, Ninety-five. By the way, this is uh, episode seventeen overall of uh, the Mystic Knights of Tiernanog, Night of the right. Spirits, which originally aired on Halloween in nineteen ninety-eight. Woo! So, oh, and I keep jumping everywhere all over the place with this because it's not worth breaking down scene for scene. But Siege oh, no. told me a lot of the actors are uh, UK. Yeah, UK, yeah, most of them Irish are actually and, Irish and British. Yeah, so they're just cool. Yeah, they're they're fine. And I really like I had said I liked how like the Blue Ranger, Blue Knight, um, he he he's from like a, a far away like place and like that's kind of clever. So here I'm going to give one of the positive parts of the show by having 
uh, a character who's like knighted and like part of like the show who's from distant lands, um, you can explain to the audience when the characters are explaining to the character. And this is very like we see this all throughout, right? Like TV and like movies or whatever. But that it's done in an in an eloquent way that gets like the point across. Like right, I, yeah. I don't know, I, it, it didn't feel f- like forced, um, like diatribe, like a narrator being like, every year there's this yeah, festival. It, he he's there to basically to be the audience, so the characters can give exposition by explaining things to him and thus explaining things to the audience. It, it, exactly. it works quite well. A, a thing that I like about this show too, and like we were like doing like dumb like irish accents and whatnot but like this show actually doesn't lean like this show could easily lean into the whole like oh look at the irish lad like it doesn't it doesn't lean into like irish stereotypes which it very easily could and it but it doesn't it could have yeah and it doesn't and and And, and indeed it does explore um like irish folklore a bit like it's yeah, still it, fantasy, but it like it, it it feels like this show and like the show like mentions Kells and whatnot. Like the show Kells, Faye, and yeah. Feels like it was made by people who actually really are really into Irish folklore, which is cool. Yeah, exactly. Um so they're they're catching everyone up to speed on why this festival like takes place. And apparently there's this one big ass old tree um who is like a person that became a tree because his brother was like stolen by spirits mm-hmm. and in his anguish it, this was fucking hilarious so an old wizard appears out of nowhere and he's like oh so you want to know about the tree do you kudos to gandalf by the way he does a fucking great job <laughs> kudos to this um uh, garden hermit by, by the way <clears throat> no 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 don't talk to the hermit he's busy uh, <laughs> He's busy being an intellectual being, being an intellectual of nature. Uh, <laughs> who knows what, what like great new, like math and like works of art. He's oh, like, and, writing and, about. And don't ask him because we're not going to understand the answer he gives us anyway. So don't, don't, don't ask him. No, nope, please. <laughs> d- no, no. I, I, I don't want you to ask him any questions. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's just drawing dicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pubic hair, a little <laughs> vein on the side. Couple God, I hate them. Globs of squirt coming out the front. <laughs> Rips it out. Pins it to his like little little hut. Well, they didn't live in huts, they live in open air greenhouses. So that you could see them when you were walking by, right? <laughs> you know, sometimes I think like me and you should actually like start like a um uh like a, a a channel where we do bits like snl style <laughs> i think I we think could we pull could do it, that i think we could pull it off pretty well because like half of our shit is just us going on like random bits just improv i think most of our comedy is in running with like a dumb uh something dumb that we either misspoke or made fun of on a show or read in a news article and then like we'll both like kind of feed off of each other and like build the bit until it becomes this like basically key and peel we're basically key and peel (laughs) kind of yeah 
<laughs> just like, you know, with like out the budget. Yeah, just without the budget or the fame. <laughs> without the budget or the fame or the or studio the... or the the acting chops or yeah. <laughs> or uh. writers. Um <laughs> Uh, fuck, I don't even remember where we were. Oh, right, um, so some spirits stole some dude's brother, and we get a flashback. Yeah. And the flashback is even more theater in the, like, Shakespeare in the Park than <laughs> the actual show is. But again, we made fun of it, but kudos to, like, all the actors and, and everything in it. Like, you can only pull off what the script gives you. And they, and they no, don't. No one in this show is phoning it in. Like oh. people and like none of them are particularly great actors or anything, but like they're they're giving it their all. Like it, it's obvious it. that they're that they're trying. The king, the wizard, uh there's an evil demon pixie that talks to the villainess that shows up later that holy shit, does that guy sell? <laughs> like the right. the weird little demon near the chalice that we I'm getting ahead of myself. But um, I, I, this... I think I think overall, what I can say, Mo, the, the biggest compliment that I can pay this to this show is, while yes, it was very boring, and spoilers, no, I'm not going to ever watch it again after this. But I, there are things about it that I find admirable and charming, and and I like the world. Like I, I am kind of interested in like how they got the powers, and again, for anybody uh, listening, um. Siege has watched it. I haven't. Yeah. Like, this is fever dream stuff. But, like, <laughs> there's something here. And whether that's good or bad, there's a shallow nature to Power Rangers where what you see is what you get. Right? right. You see the Blue Ranger. He's the fucking nerd. And yeah. he plays it up. Dude was fucking jacked to high hell. But he's playing like the nerd. Right. Right? Like, you see the Black Ranger. He's fucking cool. He's got, he's even got, like, moves. You see the Red Ranger. Zack was one of my favorite Power Rangers. I, and I really like that Of course like that he act. is. I, of I course really he like, is. I really like that actor, too. And kudos to the Pink Ranger when she's all like, um, can you put that in English for me, Zack? <laughs> if it's not in Shopping Bag, I don't know about it. Like, they, they have their uh, tropes, Right. And we, um, whether I, that's good I, or bad, you know what you're getting into each episode, even if you've never seen it. With this, they're a little bit more nuanced. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. What I'm saying is, how do I know which one's the nerd if he doesn't ha push up his glasses and go, well, um, actually, that's what I'm saying. And then just do some like random like techno babble that actually doesn't mean anything. In my grocery store recently, um, there was a shopper who I swear to fucking God looked like amy joe johnson the original pink ranger she was age appropriate she was like the right height it looked exactly like her it Maybe sounded it was, man it sounded like her i i like kept like i was trying not to be like weird or anything about it but i kept like looking at her because i'm like did part did part of you want to go up and be like amy <laughs> so I, I i was tempted but i'm like oh i'm gonna feel really stupid if i'm wrong but holy shit, it looked like her I kept being like, man, like I was at work back in my old workplace at the hotel. And I kept being like, oh, man, like one of the guests that keeps coming in and out, it looks just like this celebrity or it looks just like like this person. Is it the or whatever? Uh, is it the bathrobe story? That's one of them. 
because uh, yeah you've told me you've told me and have uh, i told you the you've told me the bathrobe one yeah which one was that uh seth rogan seth rogan yeah 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 um you were t- yeah, i think I, you were talking about just how excited he was about like the free coffee <laughs> well yeah being like oh uh, coffee is uh could you bring more pods up and i'm like i'll brew some at 1 a.m and I had to get something from his car. Seth Rogen's car, it was like an ancient smart car that barely ran. And, of course, <laughs> completely reeked like weed. That sounds on brand for him, honestly. Hey, man, like, uh, reduce, reuse, recycle. Like, hey, that thing seemed, was on its last legs. He it seems had a like top a really, speed of, like, 30K. <laughs> he seems like a really chill dude. I'd love to And that's Seth the thing. Rogen. It was exactly, he was exactly, like, what I, I thought he'd be like. You know, like nice. he's, he's from Vancouver, right? Yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't even know how we got on that tangent. Oh, right. You thought you had seen Pink Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> I am i can't say for certain that it was her, but holy shit, like everything lined up properly. If it wasn't her, it was her doppelganger. If you ever see her again, which means she like lives in the area or is visiting or like whatever. Well, we get go a lot for of it, tourists. Man. We, we we get a lot of tourists at my yeah. uh at you my could have got pink store, rangers so. uh autograph but at the same time there's that thing again like because of the hotel where it's like <sighs> i don't want to bug these people they're on vacation i i i'm sure i've told this story before but i um i was going to see uh, uh this was years ago now like in the this was in the 2000s so it was a long time ago now i was going to see ensiferum the band Ensiferum live and uh, me and my buddy were sitting and uh, sitting in a pub and just like having a couple of beers, like ordering food, whatnot. And I look over at the table, like directly, like diagonal from us. And it was Ensiferum. They were sitting there eating dinner and uh, I was wearing an Ensiferum shirt. So like their vocalists, like kept like me and their vocalists, like kept like glancing at each other, like off and on. And then finally, I just raised a glass to him and like he did the same and like the all the others like looked at me and like they all did the same. That's kind of rad. That, it, it was a really cool moment because I'm like, you got I'm not, to like acknowledge them, but not like go over and like bother. Them. Yeah, I'm not going to bother them while they're eat fuck while they're eating dinner. Like, no, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, I. I, I, it was one of the, the coolest, like, celebrity interaction moments that I've ever had. But, um, oh, where were we? Oh, right. The, the, in the Knights of Tirnanog, on an unnamed island, because they're, they're on an island, right? Well, they're, uh, they're in Ireland. Yeah, they're, they're on an island. <laughs> they may or may not be Ireland or the UK or something equivalent of it. No, uh, no, they, pre- spe- they, they specifically in the show... Uh, uh, oh, do they out- actually... That they're in Ireland, yeah. Oh, okay. So on an unnamed island, Queen Maeve of Temra seeks to conquer the peaceful kingdom of Kells and enlists the evil fairy Miter. So Miter, or Mitter, um, is that like little evil fairy sprite demon. But uh, he gives her the mystical runestone, allowing Maeve to use sorcery. Queen hmm. Maeve mostly uses the runestone to create or summon monsters she sends to wreak havoc. So like you very it, similar to the, the the episode can very easily be summarized as they're preparing for a festival it's basically halloween mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. 
the evil queen summons creatures, they fight creatures, bada bing, bada boom, you know, big fucking deal. Um, but like it's somehow very lackluster. Because as the evil fairy, so we only get a scene where um, Maeve talks to the little evil fairy. Um, Who, okay, I thought evil queen Maeve was pretty hot. She's got like a crazy psycho, like evil Melf vibe to her. And when I was watching it, I'm like, this is the chick in the show that Cal's going to be into. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And... Um, she makes a deal and goes in debt, right? Like you have to give something up or owe something to fairies, right? right. And um, indeed, uh, like Maeve is, uh, who is Maeve? Maeve, uh, often anglicized as Maeve, is Queen of Connacht in the Ulster cycle of uh, Ulster cycle of Irish mythology. So, well, like we had said, a lot of stuff is based actually on Irish Irish mythology um but yeah all of the uh the heroes uh they spook each other they're going about their business uh the old wizard staring into his orb has a vision that things are going to go bad and advises the king that he should cancel the festival and the king is like oh but i can't cancel the festival the commoners are racked with war and you know they need this so that uh we we continue to stock our coffers and so that they don't rise up against the rise up against and dethrone Are you me. suggesting that we submit to cancel culture? <laughs> Not bloody likely. <laughs> Are you su- suggesting we... <laughs> um, and he's like, nope. And then um, all the, the heroes burst on scene and they're like, what? You can't cancel it. Yeah, we want to, I don't know, dance around the maypole or whatever the funk that they're going to do. Uh, <laughs> and um, they're like, no, 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 of course not. And the wizard's like, well, I'll be in my chambers. I'll let you know if I have any more visions. Once, we're done, like, talk- once we're done talking about this, I actually have something related to I- Irish folklore that is significantly better than this that I really okay. want to recommend, to both to you and the listeners. Oh, okay, it- cool. But um, what happens is some spooky ghosts come in and they start Ooh, harassing dear. the king. And they go to say, try to save them, and they're swinging their swords at them. Um, the CG is something. It's something <laughs> to behold. Um, but they can't hurt them uh, because, like, they're just ghosts. But the ghosts aren't really doing anything to them, the spirits. They're just like, and the fairy's like, let me handle this. By the way, they have a fairy, a good fairy yeah. on their side. Yeah. Um, and the fairy chases the ghosts away. It's just like, go on, get, and chases them out a castle window. Go on, get out of here. You bother me. And yeah, uh, with a but rolling, she chased chasing them with the rolling pin, the little tiny like rolling pin or a normal sized one. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like a hundred times the size of her. <laughs> well, if uh, Peter Pan is is to be believed, um, fairies can carry much, much more than their size would would dictate. So she spies on Maeve and she finds out that the evil witch Maeve is behind the the um, the spirits. And the reason um, she was trying to get the spirits to harass them is so she can use the spirits as a distraction and the superstitions around this festival as a distraction to steal, and I quote, the, the wizard's magic powders. 
because that's the cost of the evil <laughs> fairies um, oh. services. Every once in a while, he's like, hey, big boss man down below, he needs a little something for you. Time to pay up, Maeve. And she's like, oh, okay, what do you want now? And it's just like, listen here, see, you're going to get the wizard's magic powders, see? And it's like, but but they're in the, the wizard's chambers in the castle. It's impossible. Get this, a little spookery dues. We're going to provide a... <laughs> We're going to provide a real good distraction, see? Uh, but it doesn't work because they can't interact with physical listen, things. Listen here, you know, we got some, uh, we, we we got the boys out back, you know, they're ready to do some, like, spooky gobbledygook, like, bow wow, uh, motherfucking uh, boo type stuff, you see? Ghouls and ghosts, goblins, what have you. Scary time, the commoners are superstitious. Anyway... We got old Vinny. He's waiting out back to steal these magic powders. <laughs> you send in the ghosts. Everyone runs away in the confusion. Boom. Vinny's in and out. Magic powders gone. Um, magic, magic powders gone. Common is scared. Doesn't lead back to you at all. People think it's the, 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 the being grabbed by the ghoulies, you know? And if uh, some of that magic powder should uh, fall off the back of the truck and uh, end up in your hands, who are we to uh, who are we to have seen anything? Eh? <laughs> so after Maeve snorts a huge line of magic powder, she's like, "All right, uh, so, uh, well, they can't interact. They're basically useless. I'm gonna unsummon them." And Miter is like, "Hey, hey, hey, hold on. What if I made them better?" So. Even weaker compared to Power Rangers, instead of something cool like being on the fucking moon and throwing a like a, a staff, uh, right. what does she call it? Uh, Rita's spear, uh, Rita's I, I don't know, her staff, her, her staff. She's all thing, like, her Make my monster scepter. grow, her scepter. She like throws her scepter and says, Make my monster grow, and there's lightning. How does she get her scepter back? Nobody knows, but she has it back every episode. Never thought about that, did you, motherfuckers? Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe her the putties or some goons. Uh, Goldar brings it back. Um, what happens? No, there's no cool sequence like this. The little evil like fairies, just like tubledidoo, and um, they get bigger and have ghost armor, and yeah. that's that's the equivalent of make a little bigger, by the way. Not like they doesn't turn into a, like a giant and they get like cool night mechs. No, they get like thirty percent bigger, but now they can interact physically. See, so you they know, attack see, them at the see, castle. You see, when you're when you're talking about like hiring boys to be your you know your uh, your your scary scary types, you know, it, 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 there's tears here. And um, see, you've got the core package which you went for. I tried to talk you out of it. Now, I uh, hey, I tried uh, to sell you on the premium package. But you was but, cutting corners here. But uh, you you went for the core package, and then there's the middle package, and then there's the premium package. See, I really I really wanted you to go for the premium package. You see, but you um, it's too late to upsell you now. I'd have to sell you a whole new package. And Mave is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Like, how much more of my soul do I owe you? 20% of it, sure. Here, here you go. And Midas like, now we're talking. 20 percent, but here, listen here, because you know, we're we're friends, me and you, right? Yeah, I, I like you because I like you, you know, I'm gonna give it to you for a cool 18%. <laughs> 
for a cool 18%. I'll, and you know what? You know what? I'm going to give you the premium package, not just not just the middle package. And bada, bada bing, bada boom, whew, magic green dust. Your fucking skeletons have armor. Now go get them, kid. Uh, and so the skeletons show up and they're this, like... This, this is another prime example of us making something more interesting than it actually is. Somewhere along the line, I blame too much Energon. So in one of our other uh, pod, our Transformers podcast, um, we came up with this, like, I don't even fucking know where it came from, like, mafiosos, like, coming up with a scheme bit, <laughs> and it somehow just permeated into the, it's just the cinematic of, universe. It's become part of the canon at this point. The laser comb canon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, Vinny and... Um, <laughs> Vinny so and Polly. Vinny and Polly. Uh sh- Polly. <laughs> That's definite. Vinny and Polly show up uh with their new duds. You see, you see? And uh not get this, not they only got, do they, they have They got armor, some real nice threads, you see? Yeah, they got some real real nice threads. And uh you know what? They can shoot lasers, ghost lasers. Uh and they do that. And because and you heroes... know, because we're professionals, you know where those those lasers are coming from? Their eyes, <laughs> motherfucking eye lasers. <laughs> Do they? Want... I don't even remember. <laughs> you wanted the premium package. You get the premium package, and with every premium package includes fucking eye lasers. That's right, fucking eye lasers. <laughs> uh, so the eye lasers make they shoot them. Uh, again, the choreography and the writing. Uh, what's it called when you like organize like movement choreography, right? Like where people come from, what part of the stage and everything. That's all choreography. This is where it woefully undershines. So they're all standing in the courtyard, being attacked by these ghosts who are shooting lasers at them. Right. And they go, "Oh, geez, what are we gonna do? We better transform." And so they transform. No, sorry. They're like, but we can't hurt them. They're just specters. The wizard comes out of nowhere. He's just like there and he's like, oh, uh, and and I think they transformed and their attacks didn't hurt them. And they're like, I've been concocting this just in case. Here, sprinkle the dust of magic powder deus ex machina on your weapons. So he comes out, I guess he's been working on like magic powder that affects ghosts sprinkles it on their weapons and he's like i hope it works and he stands beside them the ghosts just let him do this they're just like floating in the air like menacingly waiting to shoot more lasers and by the way when they shoot shot their lasers at them they just went ah they didn't even like fall over like i (laughs) like i said i know their outfits are different and they're not stunt people or whatever but like that was really weak they're all just standing like shoulder to shoulder like not using any tactics whatsoever. It doesn't look like they're really throwing swings with their swords. They're just kind of. Like, I know that the fight it, choreography in this show is hysterically bad. It, like worse like, than LARPers. Like, it, wow. It's, it's bad. And um, so the, the wizard's like, oh, I hope this works. And they use, they hold up their weapons and they shoot lasers from their weapons at Vinny and Polly and uh, they explode. And they go, it worked. And Maeve is looking down from her like castle with like Miter, and she's like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's a kid's <laughs> that, show that's like that's worse than Power it. Rangers. 
that's pretty much it yeah uh i i knew there wasn't really like when i was watching it i'm like holy shit like there is barely a plot here like there is not a lot to latch on to to talk about there's not a lot of plot but the lore is intriguing because right. it's based on real mythology so 11 year old me probably would have ate this up if i had ever caught it on tv mm. i just i just didn't yeah fair enough so um, is that a, a little bit of a sneak peek to into uh, the the almighty question that we ask ourselves? The almighty question is, um, Siege, not 13-year-old you, <laughs> um, nebulous, nebulous age in your late 30s, you just caught an episode of the Knights of Tirnanog. Would you tune age. in next? <laughs> if anyone's wondering, I'm 38. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you just caught a random episode of the Knights of Tirnanog. Uh, Darcy Osiji, would you tune in next week? I, I would not, laddie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this show was boring as shit. Uh, as, as I mentioned, uh, Deirdre, the, uh, the chick, Mystic Knight, pretty hot. Which is, in hindsight, probably why I was watching this when I was 13. 13 is the right age to be watching a show where you have free time and there's just a semi-attractive woman on the show. <laughs> um, no, no, I wouldn't, wouldn't watch this. Um, it's just, it's boring. There's the budget's very low. This thing had lasted for one season. That was 50 episodes. How, apparently one season of something can be 50 episodes it shows in the 90s man and it no i it think shows what, in the 90s i think what they should have done is just done like maybe 20 episodes and just like doubled the budget and like and still got the same budget and just but just the same time frame on less because in my head a season is like a year of like shooting or filming or part of a like multiple seasons of the year or whatever it's one run from like beginning to end of recording, right? Right. 50 means that they probably filmed multiple episodes in a in a day. I'm right. I'm kind of feeling and I feel like it shows and yeah. if there were 20 episodes spent the same amount of time spent the, spent the budget on like the writing, maybe some like effects or whatever, um some some action parts instead of just churning like one or two or three episodes out over a weekend there might have been something something here yeah so to mirror as, as i mentioned earlier like this this show the people behind this show obviously are into irish folklore and that's the thing Ele so to to give my review 11 year old cal neo cal would tune in next week 36-year-old cow ain't, ain't tuning in next week. Right. But, like, part of me is on the fence about that because I do like the their version of Irish mythology and, like, how they're setting it up. This show has wasted way. potential. There's, there's potential here. Like I mentioned yeah. earlier, there are things that I like about this show, but it's, it's the execution. It's what it comes down to. And... Uh, oh yeah yeah oh interesting okay so there's a thief character right there's a princess character is that a deidre yeah um on the blue i was gonna say blue ranger the blue knight 
is the foreign Prince Ivor. Uh, that's why he's got the British accent. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he mentions he, he mentions early drawn. in the episode too. He's like, I'm not from this island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. Which also explains why he has a different different accent. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there there's again, there are all these talking points, but none of the talking points are actually about the episode we watched. Just the things that we liked, the um the thief character the main guy, like the the Red Ranger, like whatever. I, I'm forgettable oh yeah as as is the case nobody's favorite is usually the white main red ranger yeah (laughs) like sorry i've never met anybody whose favorite power ranger is the red ranger i I was gonna say it's funny too because like the in power rangers like the red ranger is the leader he's no one's favorite and people people love tommy he's green ranger he's strong leader People, yeah, people exactly. People, like people Cam. fucking love Tommy. People, people like love Cam. Zach. Oh yeah. People people like Billy. No one fucking loves the Red Ranger. <laughs> um, most of my friends liked Billy and Zach. Um, girls would either like you know like the pink or the the Red Ranger. Um, sorry, uh, the pink or the yellow Ranger. Uh, what was the Red Ranger's name? I can't even remember the OG. Jason. J- Jason, right, right. Um. But the thing is, it's kind of like that, like, white protagonist, like, in video game thing. Like, he's supposed to be the glue and, like, the leader and kind of like the straight edge. Right. Kind of, kind of guy. I almost wonder if, oh, sorry, guys, they're coming for me because I've been talking oh, about the Knights of Tirnanog for too long. <laughs> Someone called the 5-0. Hey, hey, it wasn't me. <laughs> you know I'm tight-lipped. You know I ain't no fucking rat, you see? But uh, that Pauly guy, hey, I don't know how uh, long he's been with the organization, uh, but... Uh, maybe maybe you might want to look into some of his activities, yeah? Yeah, who recommended him again? Oh, no, it, no it, it's not me. He ain't my oh, cousin. It, oh, it was Tony? <laughs> Fuck Tony. Tony, <laughs> man. He ended up in the slammer for a reason. <laughs> uh anyway what that show would be called well no because they're they're cross media the 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 mafioso that we so, sorry the wise guys that we uh portray uh you know they're in different worlds sometimes they're uh on planet energon sometimes they're in unnamed island uh <laughs> all island. i'm saying is they they get around we we get around you know we're um uh... We're globetrotting. That's that's the word, isn't it? Yeah. We we, we travel the globe because we uh we we got a pretty far reach. Is all I'm saying. The uh, you know the 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 family's got uh you know investments in uh you know in a, in a lot of people's success. Yeah, we 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 we're, we're businessmen over here, you know. Yeah, and a successful <laughs> businessman, we need to uh look look after our ventures, you know. So I want to make a um uh, a big yeah, recommendation. What's your special recommendation? For something uh, involving Irish. We're gonna keep folklore. doing the the bit of those uh, wise guys until like inevitably someone on the Patreon is like, you know, I don't like that. <laughs> Can you guys just stop, please? <laughs> Can you guys just stop? I'm paying you to stop. Here you go. <laughs> and we're Can't just stop, like, won't stop. We're just like, nope. <laughs> Thanks for the money. Nope. 
Uh, there was a 2020 film, uh, animated film, uh, that was released on Apple TV Plus called Wolfwalkers. Uh, it's based on Irish folklore. It's about a little girl who is a uh, a werewolf. Um, really? It. I shit you. I watched it once. That movie has stuck with me. It is one of the most memorable oh, this, films. This looks cool. It is one of the most memorable films I've seen in the past, like, 15, 10, 15 years, easily. I actually want to watch it again. Really? Okay. The, High praise. It's great. No, I, I, I loved the movie. And, like, I don't watch a ton of animated films, so after I watched it, I said to my partner at the time, I'm like, I really loved that. Like, surprisingly. It is and this was a film that came out in 2020. Oh, here it is. Damn. Uh, it's got a very unique animation style. It's just, it's so touching and charming. Like, like I said, I've watched it once, but the movie has stuck with me. Huh. Well, there you go, people. Yeah. So uh, what you're saying is you recommend Wolf Walkers over instead the Knights of, of Tirnanog. Instead of uh, going back to Mystic Knights of Tirnanog, um, watch Wolf Walkers instead. I implore all of you listening, and you, Cal. I I think you would really like the movie. Looks like something I'd I'd super dig. However, one thing I will say about the Knights of Tirnanog is you're not going to get any armor that looks cooler than the blue knights. That's true. Prince already forgot his name. (laughs) The blue Power Ranger of Tirnanog. The blue Ranger. (laughs) Yeah, basically. I mean, let's be real here. <laughs> Maybe that's where the budget went. They spent like they they hired the finest artisans to to make these uh, their their armor sets. The animation of Wolfwalkers was primarily drawn by hand using TV paint with digital brushes to uh, imitate physical pencil lines. Cool, huh? It, it it's a really visually interesting movie. All right. Yeah, I think my uh, okay. I think I'll check it out. Yeah. Once again, All instead right. of watching Mystic Knights, everyone, let's uh, let's just watch Wolf Walkers instead. Well, we can't like and often don't like uh, every Patreon, every patron's uh, recommendation. Sometimes I wonder if some of y'all choose them purposely to make us watch and talk about. Something that you enjoyed as a child, but know that <laughs> would but torment no. us. No, no, no. This isn't anywhere near on the list of the bad things we watched. No, no. Three, it's just, two, one, penguins. <laughs> it's just forgettable is the, the, the biggest problem with this show. We were opinion. made to watch a really badly animated show about Christian penguins in space. Which, by the way, just that phrase... Ten times cooler than the actual show. Christian penguins in space. Like, that sounds way more fun than that show actually was. So, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, that was uh, episode 70 of the Lasercomb podcast. Uh, best way to support the show is go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're at the single $5 Gary tier. You get the occasional commentary track and the Patreon-exclusive podcast, the Super Lasercomb Patreon Super Show. So if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. Uh, follow me on Instagram at uh, Christopher Siege, S-I-E-G-E. Cal, where can people find you? You can follow me on 
Threads and Instagram app at Calhalla, which I guess is also my Instagram. Haven't posted in like years. Um, but um, being more active on ye old TikTok, uh, NeoCal on on ye TikTok, uh, Twitter. I don't know. I bailed on that like so did I forever ago. Yeah, yeah. I... And there's there's a few of our um, people in the Discord that are like, yeah, I'm I'm done with it. It's <laughs> it, I just it is I, what it is. I, I can't support Elon Musk at this point. Look, and in fa- I, I really so villainous, man. I, I really want that fight between him and Mark Zuckerberg to go down. And like, if Mark Zucker, when Mark Zuckerberg beats the living when? shit out of him, I'm gonna be like, it'll be the first time I've ever actually clapped for the Zuck. Clap. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, I'll be like, you finally, you finally did a good thing. And don't get us wrong, like, pr- and pretty atrocious billionaire in his own right. Uh huh. There's but it's like the lesser of <laughs> where he's not portrayed as the good guy. Um, I'm amazed um, he let that movie be made. I yeah, and didn't like sue it into like oblivion. Speaking of um, which, I actually I bought a book today. No. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't read as much as I should, but uh, I bought the book uh, American Prometheus that the Christopher Nolan film Oppenheimer is based on. Really. Yeah, I bought that today. Look so. at you being an intellectual. I I really, 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 really liked Oppenheimer. So I'm like, I actually, and like, I was like going through Wikipedia, like actually reading the story of like all, all the various people in that film. And I'm like, you know, I should probably just read the book. Yeah, you are not. I man, the last book I read was like Ready Player One or Neuromancer or that's going back read more books yeah yeah should read more book i I should read more book (laughs) i should read more book (laughs) anyway we'll be back next week or i don't know maybe next week no actually no i'm busy next week so uh no podcast next week we're both Um, busy Uh, actually to to plug myself if anyone's listening to this um i'm taking part of extra life cool uh fundraising 100% for the Children's Miracle Network. On uh, August 18th, uh, I'm running a game and playing in a game um, on uh, twitch.tv. I think it's, is it dot or slash? Anyways, on Dork Tales. Um, On the weekend, I'm actually running a game for the first time, streaming ever. And uh, the donations do little things like uh, alter things in the story. Right. as i'm like dming or like storytelling it and yeah it's um well you liked the quarry uh it's um like summer camp themed like cool. horror summer camp themed yeah so for mere like 20 bucks you can make me voice one of the npcs uh using a like a celebrity uh impersonation or for like 50 dollars, you can just add a villain or like a monster or like a slasher like villain into the story. You want Jason Voorhees? There you go. Help the kids. Yeehaw. Neat. Fifty dollars for uh for Gary Primal. That's right. <laughs> to show up. Yeah, that's seven PM on Friday. I'm running that game. I mean, yeah. Come in with and you donate fifty dollars. Um yeah, I'll Tru- make uh Trucker Rhinox, here we come. <laughs> Trucker <laughs> Trucker Rhinox a villain. And I think for like forty dollars 
you can make a good guy like it's very Scooby Doo. You can make a good guy become a bad guy, and, or a bad guy become a good guy. Cool. So, yeah, that'll be fun. I'll uh, I'll have to I'll be busy that day, but yeah, I'll, I'll try to keep an eye out for it. Because uh, next yeah. week I'm actually off work all of next week, and next week we're going to be uh, recording a very special episode of our other podcast, Too Much Energon. That's right. It's a secret, but it's something I'm very excited about. Uh, and what else am I doing next week? I'm going uh, bowling with my sister and my niece and nephew. I haven't gone uh, bowling in a while. Hell I'm yeah. Go- I'm going camping. Uh, and You're doing I, it all. I may or may not be making a, a day trip down to Victoria with the uh, with the new girlfriend to uh, uh, harass Cal and a bunch of other people. That's right. <laughs> So that's uh, oh, you're doing it all next week. Yeah, actually, like have plans for my uh, booked time off. Crazy. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> anyway, on the next episode of uh, uh, the Laser Cone Podcast, we're going to continue on with Patreon picks, and we're going to uh, we're going to do yeah. our patron Daniel slash Heinrad. We're going to do his pick, which is the 1990 Flash TV show. Because I actually used to watch that back in the day when I was very young. Oh, I was like, wait, were shows made on Flash in 1990? <laughs> uh, the, the Flash, the superior Flash TV show. Come at me. The Flash. I for- Did I even know this existed? So it lasted one season of 22 episodes. And so to find out what episode we're going to watch, I'm going to hit screen share and go to the old trusty random number generator. He looks jacked. Was the actor actually that jacked or was it the suit? It's the suit. So one random numbers between. Oh, one of course, and it's the suit. 22. Here we go. 16. Oh, quick. Hide the porn tabs. Uh, episode 16. Deadly Nightshade. I saw a naked blue chick on your... On yeah, it was, Cor- it was Cortana from yeah. Halo 4. <laughs> the hottest version of Cortana. She, she keeps her- getting curvier and curvier. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she keeps... They, they made her like thicker and sexier as those games went on. But then they right. dialed it back and just made her look like a boring like AI hologram again. I'm like, oh. How dare. How dare. Uh, Deadly Nightshade. Philanthropist uh, Curtis Bonahan, son of Derek Bonahan, a mobster fought by the Nightshade <laughs> in the 50s, becomes a copycat vigilante known as the Deadly Nightshade, who employs lethal force in his crusade against crime. Cool. Yeah. Oh, a vigilante. A vigilante. And the, a mobster. Yeah, okay. it plays into our uh, little uh, canon right there. Sweet. I'm looking at the actor who had like played the Flash at the time, and right. even though the suit adds muscle and there's like shading done to it, like airbrushing, yeah, like, painted to look like he's still pretty jacked. Hmm. Like that guy's big. Damn. I, yeah, I'm actually kind of stoked to talk about this show. Yeah. All right. So uh, until then, I have been Darcy OCG, one of your hosts. And I'm Sir Neo of Callingham.
your other host. Thanks, thanks for listening, and we'll uh, give ye the luck of the Irish next time. Uh, a tip of the the pot of gold. <laughs> They're after me lucky charms. Bye bye. <laughs>